Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello, hello, and welcome to You Beauty. My name is Shazzy Hunt, and on today's Ask an Expert Tuesday episode, I'm digging into the wonderful world of pastel hair colours. Joining me today is Christina Russell, who is a colour educator as well as a master hair colourist at Sydney Salon Sweet 3 Hair. Christina, thanks for being here and to help us taste the rainbow of pastel hair colours. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be speaking with you about all things rainbow and pastel. Amazing. I'm going to just jump straight in today. Who is allowed? (laughs) Who has the right hair type, the right hair colour that can even go down this path? Pretty much anyone with healthy enough hair to either go blonde or somebody that does have existing blonde. So they could have foil highlights, balayage, full head blonde, full scalp bleach. Anyone that has any areas that are lighter than a honey blonde or a palest of the pale platinum. That's interesting. So anyone that can go blonde, which means generally like a certain shade of darkness and beyond is almost well, ruled out. Well, potentially, yes. It's interesting because it can really be trending with people that do have the really dark hair. And if we look at different cultures, perhaps even with Japanese Korean hair, K-pop, and you look at all those gorgeous colours that some of the singers and dancers have, it is totally possible on any hair colour base, but it does need to be lifted up to the palest of blondes. Pastels are temporary, they're non-damaging. It's just like putting a sheer lip gloss if we sort of reference it to makeup in a way. It's just like a top coat. I know we are talking about hair colour suitability. Is there a particular hair type that is or isn't suitable? Very curly hair can look pretty with a pastel but may be better suited to a bolder colour, so something that has a bit more of a vivid tone to it. But pretty much any texture can wear pastel. I normally love a DIY beauty option, but in this instance, give me the argument for why pastels are probably left in the hands of professionals. The pastel itself, which is exciting, is something that you can DIY if you do like a DIY. So I have different custom colour conditioners that I use at home on my own hair. And even without being a hairdresser, you could easily do that. A pastel in hair colour terms is something that really just sits on the cuticle. So it's easily mixed into a conditioner. You don't need gloves. You can just put it on freshly washed hair at home or there are also like custom colour shampoos or pre-mixed ones. But the key is to have a healthy blonde or caramel or light strawberry blonde base underneath. That's really fun Mm. that you can do that part at home yourself because I thought you were going to come in here today and say, no, (laughs) get to a salon, you are going to make a big mess. But I guess getting that underlayer again, back to the blonde underlayer, is that part best left in a professional's hands? Yeah, absolutely. You need to get any blonding or lightening service done with a professional, but then 
you can go rogue at home with the DIY with different pastels as long as you're not mixing peroxide in. Is that a rule of thumb you don't need to worry about that in pastels or you need to be reading those ingredients list carefully? The best way to tell if you're mixing two things together generally, one is probably peroxide because there are very clever... Oh, in the kit. Yeah, like in if a it's kit. Like shake if you it together. get a kit, shake yeah. it, okay. or you get a peroxide... Peroxide alarm no, no, going no. off. Yes, no, no, no. <laughs> anything that's tingling, anything that has a strong smell, don't do it. Yeah. But if it's typically just in a colour conditioner, there are brands available in hair salons. There are some that are available in chemists and supermarkets. If it's particularly just saying just last a few washes, then that should be fine. However, there are always some hair that is a little bit thirstier, a little bit more porous, and you do need to be prepared that some pastels, there are some that can really hang in there. Like if you're going to a festival and you're thinking of dabbling in different things, it's a good idea if you're unsure to just do it test spot. How do you know which colour to choose in the pastel rainbow? I know you said, you know, some clients like to experiment and mix it up every few weeks, but if you're just doing it once and you just don't know what you should be using, is there any guidelines to it? I think just choose something that makes your heart feel joy or that you actually (laughs) love. Like it doesn't necessarily need to suit you because you could play a little bit with makeup. So I would more think what's my favourite colour? What could suit me? What colours do I like wearing? And if your hair is particularly dark to start with, you might be more restricted to doing a warmer version of a pink than a cooler pink. So choose what you love. All right, walk me through, you know, you've made the decision. Yes, I'm going pastel. What does that process look like? So if you're going pastel, if you're an existing lighter base, you could be more of a Scandinavian blonde naturally. You probably still need to have a few pieces of hair painted with a bleach. So you can either go for the lightest blonde, like a honey colour or a very pale blonde, depending on what pastel you want. So if you are aiming for, say, a peach, a pale yellow, a warm rose gold or a pink, you could easily lift up to more of a golden colour. But if you want those cooler colours like lavenders, blues and greens, you need that platinum base. How many hours does that take? Five to six hours in the salon for your first (laughs) visit. Your maintenance could be about every five or six weeks and you would allow about three hours. So it is high commitment for the full scalp colour. And this is before we've even put any colour, like pastel colour in. This is just to get the base right. Yeah. Dare I ask what the cost is ballpark amount for these kind of just getting the lightning and the base correct? So as a rough guide, you would be looking at probably $450 to perhaps up to $800 for a first application or what you might call a virgin bleach or lightning service. Or perhaps your first ever balayage might be around 550 and that might include the pastel, it might include the toning and the blow dry. So I would suggest to always just have a consultation first before you overcommit. If you choose to have the pastel hair colour done in salon, how does that get done then? Do you have to come in another day to do that? It takes pretty quickly actually when it's been freshly bleached and it would be just to probably an extra half hour on top of your colour service when you're getting it lightened and usually it's all done on the same day as the colour but you could pop in for a little top up when you're feeling like you need a bit more sparkle put back in your hair. But you mentioned they're short-lived. Usually on healthy, well-maintained hair, the longevity for a pastel would be anywhere between three to maximum 10 shampoos, but usually you're needing to top that up every 
probably three washes at least at home. How can you maintain the colour to get that maximum amount of time out of it? I like to get all of my clients, and I do this as well myself at home, to have a conditioner. So they just switch out their colour conditioner. There's a great Australian brand called Evo. I intermix those for my client matching. That could be in brunettes, reds, pastels. So there's another brand called Muvo that's also Australian. They've got pre-mixed ones that are in a rose gold, platinum and other gorgeous tones. So think of it a little bit like corrective makeup. Perhaps if you've got a red spot, you can put something green under your base. It's very similar with pastels, but you're actually depositing in the pigment that you want at home. Even with using the top-up products, the colour is going to gradually fade with time, right? Yeah, it totally does fade. So it's really something, if you're a control freak and like to look the same <laughs> every single day, it's not the trend This is for not for you. you, okay. I do have to ask, in terms of the pricing, so if you had pastels done in salon, how much is that going to add on top of the lightning experience, assuming you've had that done as well? If it was just a root application versus root to end, you might be experiencing a quote around anywhere from, say, $60 up to perhaps $120. And then the at-home products, what's the ballpark on those? The at-home products are usually around $50 for colour toning treatments and probably similar for a shampoo, probably about 40 to 50 So there is a bit of outlay, basically. Like, you have to be committed in all kinds of ways, as you said. In all kinds start. of ways. And those <laughs> this that, is not for low-maintenance people. This isn't for low-maintenance. And there are some low-maintenance options, such as colour chalks, colour makeup. And That's those true. can be like temporary, a temporary one ones. Yeah. Yeah, and they they can come in the shape of like an aerosol or like a pressed styling product. So even in, you know, young tween fashion stores right through to hair supply stores or hair salons. Every episode of You Beauty includes a myth. So here's yours. Blue pastel hair colour lasts the longest. True or false? True. Oh, it is true. I was yes. wondering about this one. Why? True because it really lingers in the hair, but false in the way that it will stay blue. So pink and lavender fade off the soonest and they suit most people, but they just fade off until you see the blonde from underneath exposed. Blue tends to go yellow fades from blue to yellow and then it goes from yellow to a greenish tone and that is what a lot of people dislike about blue. Amazing. Christina, thank you for joining us today. And if anyone out there is inspired by our chat today and wants to take the pastel plunge, make sure you tag us and message us because we want to see how it turns out. Yeah, I'd absolutely love to see that. Follow me at Colour Christina and tag me if you are daring to go pastel. I would love to see that. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. Thank I've you. Love the opportunity. So I want to know, do you feel the pressure to keep up with fashion trends? I know I've certainly felt it at different times in my life. Recently on What Are You Wearing, hosts Denny and Tam discuss the rise of micro trends, which are fashion trends that become very popular very fast, but then don't last the test of time. But I've made that mistake so many times in my 20s, thinking I had to keep up with what the other girls were wearing or what was on trend. And it concerns me now that that's all that they see. You can find it in your podcast app. This podcast was made by Mamma Mia. If you want to support women's media, we'd love it if you became a Mamma Mia subscriber. There's a link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in today. 
I'm Shazzy Hunt. Our producer is Michaela Floriano and you beauty will be back in your ears tomorrow. Bye.